episode 232, Masculinity with the Spiritual Smartass, Brandon Marshall Havener. Welcome. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week, I start it off with me, myself, and I and my thoughts on the week, and this is also accompanied by the brand new for 2017, Awaken Your Alpha TV on YouTube, so please do jump over there. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Alan. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me, and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW. That is really for any gentleman out there, or dudes, or guys, or whatever you want to call yourself, who resonate with the show and want to take it up a notch and actually have that interaction about all and everything that we cover on the show weekly. Um, that's where we're in there, where the, the actual guests are in that group. I'm in there daily, and that's where you can get all your questions answered and have some interaction and basically connect with like-minded individuals. And that's what it's really all about. It's the start of the Alliance of 2017. So please do jump over there. And as usual, please do share, review, like. Um, if, you ha- if you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do. It makes a huge difference. I'd really appreciate that. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. Enjoy this week. Speak to you soon. And I look forward to sharing this week's guest. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Okay, we have a good one today. This is going to be a bit of a spiritual smart-ass type of ex- uh, episode, not exercise. It's an exercise in smart-ass as well, I'm sure. And we have Brandon Marshall Havener on the line and speaking to us today. Lately, I'm trying to do my shortest intros ever. So here's the spiritual smart-ass. We're going to jump into it today. We're going to talk about what the hell is masculinity? What is awakening your alpha? What is a spiritual smart-ass? So firstly, Brandon, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? Yes, Adam, definitely. Oh, my dog, <laughs> my dog looks like she wants to awaken her alpha too. <laughs> as you're uh, ready, someone's leaving. <laughs> yeah, off. as soon as we start. Um, <laughs> the dog's heard enough. But I'm ready. Yes. You, you just left out one thing. I'm a certified spiritual artist. <laughs> so, but other than that, the intro is great. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk about that then. So, I mean... We're going to dive into what is a spiritual smart ass and even a certified one of them. So a certification is it's basically you had to go through a 90 day course to get it. I, you know, I don't like to bullshit around for four years like the colleges do. So we, we do 90 day courses. Yeah. But anyway, the, the spiritual smart ass, what I found, um, and it's kind of like the, the whole dynamic with comedy and coaching. What I found is like in the coaching world, it's always like serious and yes and wellness and be spiritual and enlightened. And then in the comedy world, it's, it's joking and having fun, which is awesome. But there's also sometimes the jokes are like this dark sense of humor. And I like, I kind of like meshing the two, the spiritual and the smart assery of where you do have that sarcasm and that fun and, and the, the humor, but also the enlightenment and the growth and the evolution. Awesome. So, Let's do a quick sort of alpha origins here. What brought you to this point? Um, have you got a background in stand-up comedy or a background in 
being a serious spiritual man? What, what, what is it? Where are you originally from and where are you speaking to us from today? I'm a recovering Catholic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think that's kind of brought me into spirituality. I did do, I did do a stand-up comedy and I used to do a lot of videos on YouTube. Well, I still do videos yeah. on YouTube, but it was based off like the comedy skits. Yeah. But during that time, I was also on my own journey. Uh, starting, starting about 10 years ago was like the start of my spiritual journey. And it went from just wanting to get laid more as a man. And <laughs> Tell us the truth. Don't hold back here. Tell us the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it led me to Wayne Dyer somehow. So that was, uh, it was pretty cool how that worked. And I got to do that at a young age at uh, 20 years old. So um, I found... I found, I call it Unigod because people are like, I don't know if to call it a universe or God. So <laughs> I, found, I found Unigod at the early age of 20 instead of having religion in the Unigod. middle of that. I love that. Unigod. And it makes the Catholics happy too because it's one, Una is one, so it's one God. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so where, where did you grow up? I grew up around here uh, and where I am right now um, in, your, in, in your living room <laughs> <laughs> yeah I grew up in my living room still live with my, with my mom um, now I was I was born in in the Baltimore County of Maryland like the, okay. the suburbs and and then I moved into the city to get my street credit credibility uh, going but um, yeah I live in the city now and it's pretty cool it's like near downtown and okay. but it's like on the edge so I don't I'm not in all the the hype in the crowd nice nice so um again how long have you been officially a certified spiritual smart ass and um oh wow well again and when was i guess when was the awakening moment when you thought actually this is a bit too serious or this is a bit too silly i'm gonna merge and kind of this is the path for me when did like your awakening moment kind of happen i think there was a few steps so yeah when i first got into when i was a padawan spiritual smart ass um I, I was into real estate investing and I was like trying to be all spiritual and I threw the art away and, and I resented that. And after doing like a few deals in real estate, I'm like, Oh, I don't really like this <laughs> because, because that was the golden carrot to get those real estate deals. And then when the money started coming, I was like, Oh, I don't like it. And, and when that ended, I decided to go back into into comedy and for some reason join the military as well. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw that in your backstory. The military. <laughs> I was like, is that a typo? Is someone just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I joined the military as well. Uh, and how old were you joined the military? That was for six years. And how old were you when you joined it? 22 years old. Okay. So... I went into the military and I, and I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and, and really what it came down to is I felt having the military would create discipline Yeah, because I knew, I knew the flaw of my personality type, uh, ENTP is to like go from one thing to the other. So I decided like, okay, well I want to do something to really create that container for myself and be able to complete things that I start. Huh. So six, six years, I mean, was there ever a chance you was going to, I suppose, get sucked into that style? Or like you'd say, did you always keep the eyes on the prize that you saw yourself as an entrepreneur on the other side of this? Yeah, I, I knew when I was, time. <laughs> I knew when I joined, I wasn't going to, it wasn't going to be a career. So 
um, from the start, I was like, I know I'm going to get out. In fact, I wanted to do three years, but I acted like I was smart and I acted like I knew what they were saying. And they're like six and two. And I'm like, yeah, six and two. And <laughs> I have been six years. So that's how that happened. 22 <laughs> year old ginger. <laughs> oh my God. Like, so in terms of, you know, if someone decides to work with you, what is some of the, I guess, not mistakes, but some of the common problems or people, things you find people are struggling with and how do you really come up with, I know it's hard to be generic, but what are some of the strategies or ways you try and help people? Yeah, so, so the core, core of everything that I notice is usually it's around boundaries. And I started out as a dating coach and it expanded from there, but it was always about the inner game. And what I noticed in my life and what I noticed in my clients is it's always like this boundary thing. And a pattern that I see a lot is it's going from being a pushover and, and the opposite sex walking all over them and being in this relationship. And I work with creative geniuses as well. So it's like they get out of this relationship and then they free up all this time. And now they're like venturing into their passion and things. And then the, the, instead of a pushover, I'm building these walls. And I'm like, nope. I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then after, after time, then there's that desire because we want, we want to have that relationship and that, that compassion. So it's like, Oh, I really want a relationship now. And, um, what I found is like, we always, we, the status quo is to confuse relationships as this codependent, um, imprisonment, like, um, the, the people we bring into our lives, we, we tend to throw everything away. And it's like, okay, I'm going to change for you. And I'm going to be exactly who you want me to be. So whichever stage, I, I work with people on different stages of that. They might've been fresh out of divorce, or they might just wanted to bring a new relationship in their life, or they're in a current relationship where it's strangling them. Um, strangle is a odd word to use <laughs> but 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 i help people establish those boundaries and get clearly on what they really want yeah well no that's a good point and i think i think boundaries and rules and even personal rules boundaries for yourself are really important and part of what we're going to talk about like the alpha and having your own set of rules by what you choose to live life by but digging into that a little bit further what are some of the you know the ways you help people approach like establishing these boundaries. I mean, let's take it from a, let's take a scenario where let's like you say someone has been a pushover or walkover. It's even harder for them to establish boundaries than as opposed to someone who's like, well, these are my boundaries from the start. When someone has been a pushover, people will obviously continue to think, well, this is how it's been. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. So how do you kind of any ideas of how they can kind of tackle that? So, something for me that was like, a barrier for me of always overextending and being that nice guy and, and being that pushover was, oh, well, in order for me to establish boundaries, I got to be an asshole or I got to be mean. And I never wanted to, to be like that. Yeah. So something, something that I help my clients with is realizing, well, no, you don't have to be an asshole in order to be direct. You don't have to be an asshole to establish, establish as grounding uh, that, that boundary. Um, but just by speaking inarguably, and what speaking inarguably is, is just speaking how I feel. I notice I'm feeling this way and this is what I really want to experience. And then drawing that line in the sand and say, Hey, this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm looking for. Um, it's tougher to do it initially because it's like, you're, you're ripping up the whole social contract. So <laughs> there's, there is, 
there is a bit of a, a tough part of it. It's like turbulence. It's like when you go on a yeah. juice fast and you feel like zapped because <laughs> you haven't had coffee <laughs> in three days. Um, but then it gets easier. Like you, it, it's like you, you make that initial boundary and then you notice it's like you had this invisible force field around you and people just don't fuck with you anymore. <laughs> so um, I let my clients know that it's like, okay, well, it might seem hard to you because it's something different right now. But once you establish it, then it becomes your new norm. What does awaken your alpha mean to you? And in a broader sense, what does masculinity mean to you? It's, it's funny with, with, the, with the alpha thing, because some when I when I was in like when I was really focused on helping men with dating, yeah. um, it was like a community of guys who just got awakened and they're like, oh, I use the word awaken. It's like I'm alpha, I'm alpha. <laughs> it's like they're them all, guys are probably not alphas. Yeah, <laughs> if so, you have to bang your chest and shout that, <laughs> and, and that kind of goes into the military as well. It's like there's this yeah. there's this toxic <laughs> form of masculinity. Is like how loud you scream and how much you can suppress your emotions. <laughs> and, and I think that's very important is, is, is to know that alpha is, is not necessarily how loud you can be or how rah-rah you can be. It's more about how you can hold space and how you can be centered um, and more confident in yourself and, and having that inner alignment within yourself, like knowing what, what your body is saying, what your mind is saying, and knowing what your, your emotions are saying. Yeah. I love that. Love it. I'm, I'm happy to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to define Awaken Your Alpha. <laughs> I like it. And it's interesting because uh, I've been in and around Awaken Your Alpha and for so long. It means what it means to me. Uh, I've done like, you know, TED talk on it. And it's in my head, it's, it's hard for me to have an unbiased kind of viewpoint on it now. But yeah. I asked some people recently, like who hadn't come across it, is it a dating podcast or is it, you know, <laughs> about like guys getting game and stuff? And I'm like, no, we haven't really had any dating guys on. I, I never even thought of it like that. So, but it's good to hear from other people, you know, <laughs> what, what they think of it initially. And then, if you want some dating stuff, I can be like, you want to know how to get laid, man. <laughs> some of my, some of my that, first. That, I'm sure that podcast would get downloaded way more than <laughs> 90% of my other ones. Maybe I'll just put that as a teaser trailer. You want yeah. to get laid, man. And and then you we gotta, that, I guess. <laughs> you gotta say you wanna know how to get laid and then bring them into like some inner work. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't know how to get laid, man. Well, come and work on yourself, develop yourself. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, wait, I, I wanted to get laid. What's going on here? <laughs> this is the long game. <laughs> set your boundaries. Say, I will only get laid every day or every week. Set your boundaries, set your parameters, and then you go from there. <laughs> yeah. Blimey. Right. <laughs> so amongst this all this uh, development and journey, who helped awaken your alpha? This is our Yoda question. If yeah. there was ever a figure for you, or if there wasn't a physical little Yoda with you, who was someone you aspired to, or you thought, I like the, I like the cut of their jib, and you, you followed them? So I'll go two directions with this. Um, I've had many mentors, but um, I'll go with like a celebrity mentor, Robert Downey Jr. Like yes. I, I would look at his... <laughs> mannerisms in iron man and be like yeah i won't be like that dude <laughs> iron and, um, man who's gonna that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> so you one of your inspirations is iron man good, good. <laughs> okay. and then later on in my journey i was gonna i was actually gonna mention his name anyway uh christopher john stubbs he was on the show yes uh, yes well, i believe a while back yeah no, he was that's i think that's yeah. how we connected yeah he was he was that was a cool interview i like that a lot yeah and he he really showed me the balance of having 
have, still having that warrior energy because I was already already in the military and, and I was already exposed to that stuff, but also having that deep um, healer energy. And by then I was still like in my Padawan apprentice stages of spiritual smartassery, but he brought it on a deeper, more physical level, which was awesome. Yeah, very cool, very cool. I mean, uh, we've kind of glazed over six years in the military. Um, and obviously, if you, if you don't mind talking about it, like, what was that like? Because again, someone who's never had anything to do with the military or army in any shape, or <laughs> I literally, it was kind of one of my options in terms of if I, it was, I thought about it back in the day, uh, but as soon as I went down the university route, I never considered it again. I almost got half recruited for the RAF for my pole vault in my track and field. And they said, you're just competing track and field the whole time. <laughs> That's what they tried to lure me in. It seemed quite good. You said going in, I thought something interesting. I'll, I always knew I'd get out, but I suppose <laughs> on the when I heard that, I thought, well, I'm glad you had that confidence, but the, the nature of going in the, the military is a lot of people, well, don't get out don't get out alive. Tell us a little bit about that. Was it as bad as you thought or you said you knew you was going to get out? Did you continue to know you was going to get out or were there times you thought, oh crap, I'm not actually going to get out. You know, <laughs> it's got a bit pear-shaped. Yeah. Being in the military, a lot of it, one big thing that comes up to mind is, is just like dealing with bullshit and then not talking about it. Because mm. you know, if you, you speak up about something, then you have leaders and they're like, no, you can't say that. So, um, it was it was interesting because I I was pretty confident in my in myself and and I like doing my own thing but like they want you to walk a certain way they want to make sure your uniforms a certain way and things like that and sometimes I get myself in a lot of trouble for smiling or walking a different way or or whatever it <laughs> that's is how I would have been oh. yeah jeez so. <laughs> well that's the the but I mean did you did you ever go into to combat or how, how was that or like Again. I got lucky. I think I used the law of attraction. Um, during basic training, they I kept... think you look too smiley and friendly to, <laughs> yeah. to represent the country and deal with the enemy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just send them on vacation. Um, in, in basic training, I was like telling myself, like, I, I want to, I really want to set the intention to go somewhere awesome. Yeah. Um, where, you know, it, it just, it's a good experience, but I won't get my legs blown off or anything. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was interesting because as soon as I got home, uh, my squad leader was like, oh, yeah, we're going to Egypt. It's going to be pretty hot there. <laughs> and I was like, okay. There were landmines everywhere, but um, it, was, it was a pretty safe place other than that. Yeah, it was an interesting time. Uh, Obama just became president. The war was dying out, and we went to Egypt. It was like we were right on the Red Sea. You were all done by the time the Egypt, uh, Egyptian Revolution happened then. Actually, that, that happened right when I was going. Okay. <laughs> so, so it was happening on TV. I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, they're going to turn off our internet? Um, no, but it was funny. It, the things were going down and people were wor worried. Like the people around me, like, are you sure you're going to Egypt? Oh, my God. And, and, uh, but when we got there, it wasn't, it wasn't too serious, at least where we were. It's yeah. it like everything was going down in Cairo. And we were I was going to say, a military yeah. base, or I expect that's like, yeah, that's down the list. You know, they're not going to mess with the military so yeah. much. But no, because I interviewed a gentleman who was in Cairo and like trying to get out kind of thing. So yeah, very, very different experience. But um, what's his, the leader there? I forgot his name. Oh, I, would, I, I would know if I actually looked it yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was in a hospital, like 
maybe five minutes away, which was, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, blimey. Yeah. Ooh, you're there. Okay. So in terms of this is really our, our alpha round to try and start wrapping it up a little bit. Well, what would you say is one of your personal kind of alpha habits that you, you do, if not on a daily basis, it almost is. And if you don't do it, you're probably going to have not your best day or not be as efficient as you could be. What's something yeah. you really like to keep in place? This, this seems like a standard answer, but uh, doing an intense workout in the morning and really getting the blood flowing. I notice if, if I do miss a workout, cause you know, I'm not perfect, even though I, I seem perfect. Um, <laughs> if I don't do a workout, I feel like I'm dragging myself through the day. Mm. Like I'm just like, I, I notice a clear difference. So I make sure I get the morning workout in. Um, and usually that's, usually it'll be a high intensity workout. I like to create balance and do some yoga as well, but um, usually a high intensity workout. I notice a difference. And for, it, it's just funny hearing some people say, I don't have time to work out. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't have time not to work out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. No, I'm with you on that. Big time. Uh, yeah, the, the, the morning. And again, I appreciate for some people, you know, at the end of the day, you can do a workout, doing a workout at any stage in the day is more important than not doing it. Yeah. But again, you find your preference and there's loads of rationale behind it and experiment. But I'm, I'm a morning guy on that just because of, you know, like you said, the day just rolls from there. And, you know, it's yeah, all the all the benefits you get from in terms of the chemicals and hormones and just how you feel. Well, yeah, that's great. But do you want them at the end of the day when you're just going to try and wind down when you, yeah. you say you might have dragged yourself for the rest of the day, or feel a bit lethargic or this day's got to get going, get up early, smash it out. And the lack of time thing, it's one of my pet peeves. Don't even say that to me. If, if you're bothered about it, like <laughs> the amount of time it takes to work out, if you're doing nothing to have like a minimal effective dose of to have something, you know, you're t depending on what time you get up again, these are the sort of people who are saying they don't have time, probably don't get up that early, but, get up at ridiculous o'clock, just set your clock for 15 minutes earlier, don't even go to the gym, just like you said, do something intense for 15 minutes every yeah. day. No gym fees needed, no whinging needed, just do it, do it today, do it tomorrow, and then shut it, yeah. <laughs> basically. And then see how you feel, and you can, you, you can thank the spiritual smart ass later, and uh, <laughs> I know I'm talking to the spiritual smart ass, I'm not, you know, you don't have to mince words, so this is good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I even say if you feel like you don't have time go out and stare at a fucking tree for five minutes <laughs> then you'll realize like oh wait i have a lot of time and you'll be awakened so it'll be great <laughs> or you know if you're in a community you're like oh i've got no time to exercise park your car further away from where you're supposed to be and walk the last five minutes yeah it sounds ridiculously simple but if you're to the level of you're not doing anything like that it will be literally game changing so or even even better sprint then you save time. <laughs> you might kill someone though. <laughs> if they sprint, they will probably pull a hamstring or something. And yeah. <laughs> in fact, is there a particular resource that you use in your, your life, your work, that you think is a cool little thing? And it could be minor, it could be major. You think, oh, this is like you'd share to a friend. I'll go to the biohacking route. Uh, okay, cool. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bulletproof Coffee and intermittent fasting. Oh, um, same here. See, this yeah. is where we connected. This oh, way. yeah. <laughs> makes it easy i don't have to prepare a whole breakfast well sometimes i'll prepare my girlfriend breakfast she's like i don't like coffee but um i uh i like the the bulletproof coffee and uh intermittent fasting and and another thing is um meditation but not just meditation box using box breathing 
So it's like you, you inhale through your nose for five seconds, hold it, and then exhale through your mouth for five seconds and then hold it again and then continue to do the box breathing. And what that does, it'll get you out of that flight or fight response, that fearful response. Because um, a lot of times we're, we're going through that during the day and we don't even realize it. Yeah. No, I love the breathing thing. And uh, something I've done more and more recently, the classic kind of uh, Tony Robbins, um, is it breathe and move or move and breathe or walk and breathe or literally. So it's, uh, you know, four quick breaths, same sort of thing through the nose and doing it with steps, the movement as well. I love that. So if I, you know, just near the start of the day, if I can get a walk to the gym, bear in mind, I'm in Northern Michigan. So I always have to, <laughs> as I'm going out the door, because it visibly, it looks the same when it's like, I don't know, zero or something <laughs> so when, it, when it's like minus 20. But so you can think, oh, off I go for a walk to the gym or something like that. And then if you haven't checked the temperature, you literally will get frosted to the ground. Wow. <laughs> so you need to just keep it. But I, again, with the, the, the breathing exercise as well, when you're breathing through your nose, if the air is, I've experimented with this, if the air is very cold, it literally... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like walking along doing my... Strutting along down the gym and it's like... With the steps. And like, sometimes I'm like covering my nose. I'm like, this wind or this air is just... <laughs> that, <laughs> nice. Liquid nitrogen. Because <laughs> I complain about the cold here and it's like maybe... 25 or 20 degrees but <laughs> hey i'll be out there in shorts and t-shirt if that in england back in the day when and whenever the sun comes out which it does happen on occasion it's quite rare everyone just like strips off like sun it yeah <laughs> like quick get out of there this is our summer now this it could be a day or two so there we go and then the rain comes back awesome anyway <laughs> back to you so what is one of your favorite books of all time and or is there a book of the month or is there a, maybe it could be your favorite book of all time, but then is there a, a, a book around kind of what we've been talking about, the spiritual smart artery that you think is a, you know, a really relevant book if someone wants to dig into that a bit more. Perfect. Cause that, so, so for the alpha side, <laughs> I'll, I'll say um, the way of the superior man by oh, David. Yeda. Yes. That's probably top three. Um, Love it. And then the smart ass side, but also a very good personal development side is the subtle order of not giving a fuck. Um, actually came out pretty recently by yeah, Mark Manson. Yeah. yeah. Powerful stuff. That good one, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like the sound of that. Because again, sounds simple, but for some people who have like done so much to get to where they are at some point, that could be the last thing. Literally, that book and that philosophy could be the last thing that's holding them back. Yeah, it's, it's that even when they think, oh, no, I'm, I'm confident to do this. I, I know I'm capable. I can do this. But that last thing of just, you know, caring too much about what other people think or how it's going to be perceived. I know it's going to, you know, that it's hard to get that out of your head. But again, talking to a lot of people about this sort of subject, those who have really just stormed it to another level, they are fully in that category. I think they've either read that book or that is their philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> they really do not. <laughs> and the, the whole thing about not giving a fuck, like the deeper message behind it, because some people might see it as like, oh, just not give a fuck. But um, the deeper message behind it is just like to get off that train where you're chasing the carrot. Like you're always overextending because it's like, what I found in my life is whatever I wanted, um, I had to stop obsessing over it first, whether it's women or something in business, like a client, um, you got to let go of that attachment and you got to be in a place where, and it's, it's a tough place for, to grasp, especially if it's like the first time hearing it is like, I'm okay. If I had nothing at all, I'm mm. like, 
I'm fi- I'm centered and I'm awesome even if I had nothing. But I would like it. It would be awesome to have it. Yeah. So setting that strong intention, but also not having that attachment. Awesome. What is a a particular like alpha quote that you like to live your life by? The the first thing that that comes to mind, um, and I heard this quote first from Christopher. I'm not sure if it, it came from him or got passed along by the 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 sages of the centuries. Um, make your make your uh, self uh, appreciation project bigger than your self improvement project, because your self appreciation. That's like the, that's the core of everything. Who would you recommend I interview next or very soon? And I usually look for maybe two recommendations at least in terms of one from your network that you think may be a hidden gem or not a hidden gem, just you think would be perfect for this show. And the second one is you don't think I'd be able to get, maybe not from your network, but you'd definitely like to listen in like Iron Man himself, for example. (laughs) Have you had uh, Ryan Stuman on here? No, and I recognize that name. Tell me why I recognize yeah. that name. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hardcore closer. Oh, uh, that's why. Yeah. Wow, it's all coming. Like the visuals are coming back. Yep, I know. He's, he's on my Facebook. Yep. And if you think hardcore closer is a sales website, you're wrong. It's a porno site. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, would your unattainable one, would it be Robert Downey Jr., for example? Or is there someone mm. between Ryan Stuman and Robert Downey Jr.? I would go, I would go for Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do it, but <laughs> that would be a great one. You just got to email him every hour yeah, until and, he gets and, annoyed. Or, yeah, or just, yeah, or just agree to have a fight with him or something like that. That's probably, uh, you'd probably have some condition like that. And I'll, like, even, I'll even type out a word track for you. It, it's pretty easy. He's like, hey, bro, you want to be on my podcast? And just keep pasting that in the email. <laughs> you want to do the interview or just hate me and kill me. <laughs> What's the best way people can connect you if they, they want to find out more about you and all that you get up to? You can connect with me on uh, both Facebook and Instagram would probably be the best. I would stay with the Facebook brand um, as Brandon Marshall Havener. And I do most of the stuff on my personal profile and I interact with a lot of people on the personal profile because I like making it personal. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure today. And I suppose in closing, is there anything, you, uh, words of wisdom you'd like to part um, my audience with um, or anything you wish I'd asked? Make sure to wear a condom. And, <laughs> and always, when you, when you notice things, I would go with the more spiritual message too. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> reminded me. Again, I, I think it's relevant. Uh, a cousin of mine, and he liked, he liked the shout out. I'm just going to keep it as uh, vague as that though. His advice around that was never stick your dick in silly. Yeah, that's a good one. It's kind of linked to what you were saying. There's kind of another layer to it. But okay. Yeah, I, I was told not to stick my dick no, in it. Oh, crazy, crazy. That was it. I hate to misquote him. Yeah. I was told not to stick my, my dick in anybody I couldn't envision having a baby with. So that's a good one, too. Um, There's many layers. This is getting quite a deep. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now for the more deep pocket ginger side. Um, if, if you notice things going from... Oh, this is a good one. If you're, if you're triggered by someone and someone's really pissing you off, write a list of the things that you want to give them advice. Just like write everything down that you want to advise them with and then give that advice to yourself. Because they're mirroring everything uh, that you're, you're triggered by and the advice that you, you need, actually. So, so this is my mic <laughs> for you. 
That was the mic drop. <laughs> His mini mic drop. It's been an absolute pleasure, uh, Brandon. And thanks for coming on. And I'll let you know this when, when this goes out. Thanks, Adam. It's been awesome. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me, and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about.